I'm Carol Joyce Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 135. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, I am sitting here with my beloved assistant, Rachel Winchester, and we were just kind of brainstorming about some things that make her uniquely positioned to share her expertise in what we do before we are really in the homeschool flow, you know, like in the deep end, but what do we do when we're in the shallow end just thinking about it? So welcome, Rachel. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Thank you, hon. All right, so tell me if I were like at the park and I ran into you today and I've got my baby in a little ergo and I have another little maybe three, four-year-old climbing the jungle gym and I say to you, you know, I'm thinking about homeschooling, but I don't know anything about it. What would you say? Um, But yeah, this idea that we're not in a rush to start a school or to start these formal academics. We're we're free to let children have their childhood. So just because a child is three or four, um, that's not, we're not already looking. We're not school age. Yeah, we're not school age. We're but still what should mommy out. be doing to prepare? What's her homework in those pre-school mm-hmm. years? What are the, yeah. so the reason I'm asking, Rachel, is because you've done all this. Yes. So that's why I feel like you'd yeah. be a great source of info. Yeah, I have three children. My oldest is six, and then I have two girls, four and almost two. So where I would say, what are you reading? That's the first thing. You know, what are you reading with them? Um, and maybe introduce them to a few of our favorite books. and um, Like what? Oh, when they're really little, like The Carrot Seed and... Um, you know, the small books by Mr. Lois Linsky. Mr. Small Books. Um, we love Ezra Jack Keats at our house. And What are some titles? Whistle for Willie. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter's That's my Chair. Favorite. Yeah, Whistle for Willie. Yes. Yes. Um, the one where it's a letter for Amy. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the metaphor or the figures, the way he uses language, you know? know, and it's like, this is a book for little children, but the way he articulates... Mm the complexity that Peter feels when he's, you know, he wants to invite a little girl to his party, but he's a little boy and he's inviting all these other boys and he wants to send her a letter and not just ask her by word of mouth and, Mm. you know, just, and then he runs into her and, you know, he just feels kind of this tumultuous feeling Mm -hmm. and I won't ruin the ending, but... And Ezra Jack Keats, what I love, of course, is he was Jewish, but his characters are African-American and live in the inner city Mm -hmm. and have beautiful families and a beautiful quality of life, Mm -hmm. but it's very urban. Yes. And I love his books. Yes. Yes. And we love Beatrix Potter, Mm. of course. What's your favorite? I feel like some of those are... Too sophisticated. Harder to get into. You know, my almost two-year-old is not really into them yet. Though I did realize later that she had, like, nursery rhymes, Mm -hmm. and there's two shorter ones, Mm -hmm. two shorter stories than, like, Peter Rabbit or... 
Benjamin Bunny, but we love two bad mice. Yes. You know. <laughs> yes. Then all these characters become family names, <laughs> That's right. you know, or Jemima. <laughs> and then you, the more you read it, then you get these voices for like the fox. And now I have a fox voice, you know, no matter where I come across a fox, I've got a fox voice. They're just sly little animals. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love roly poly pudding. It's my oh, very favorite. Yes. It's yes. so droll. I yes. love that woman. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Tiggy Winkle, yes. cleaning up after everybody. I'm afraid that's mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. other self. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's fun then as you read them all and then you see the characters. In human eat. beings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yes. So Benjamin Bunny, I love. Mm-hmm. Um, so Beatrix Potter, what else yes. do you love? And then some poetry, probably. Mm, My husband really likes to read poetry. So we mostly read, I guess, Robert Louis Stevenson's. Yes. Um, Any favorites? I mean, My Shadow is, of course, everyone's favorite. Yeah. Um, I can't remember ones off the top of my head. In the Land of Counterpain. Yeah. The Kite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love those poems. I don't think they've ever been surpassed. Yeah. And children yeah. can memorize them so easily. Yeah. What else? Yeah. What other? Do you read poop poetry? A. A. Milne poetry? We have read that some, but not as much. Okay. And then my son really loves poo audiobooks. Yes. Um, and so I've read, yes, the unabridged <laughs> ones. And I've read them to him some, but yeah. he really gets into the, <laughs> and then he'll replay, he has his favorites and he'll replay them oh. and listen to them over and over again so or sweet. you know not really like eeyore but he loves tigger and, <laughs> and piglet <laughs> yeah you know they get their character favorites. yeah their that's favorites right and everything and then you say oh that person is such a tigger mm-hmm. or that person is such an eeyore mm-hmm. right yes and it becomes again yes. family culture yeah. that you're building with your kids and yeah. you're extending your family membership with all these characters in books mm-hmm. yeah truly yeah. it's life-changing yeah Have you heard? Our fall sale is going on now in our online store. Through November 16th, you'll get 25% off any purchase of $50 or more when you use the coupon code FALL2022. How do you tame the media lion? How do you homeschool for high school? How can you encourage your children to spend more time outside? Find answers to these questions and more in our online store. The full library includes over 30 hours of audio recordings. You don't want to miss this chance to save 25% store-wide. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com forward slash online dash store. And build your Carol Joyside library today. Now back to the show. So you're reading to your children. What else mm-hmm. are you doing in those early years? I think the, I guess, more children I have and the further I get into it, I realize just how important it is to the spiritual aspect is. Mm-hmm. Because I think with the first, you know, they're the first. They're blazing the trail and you don't have any established rhythm so you're creating it all I mean I feel like creating the daily rhythm Mm. is a huge thing that needs to happen in the 
around the between the child's first and second year yeah you know once you're out of that naps are ruling our life Mm -hmm. kind of like we don't do much but sleep you know once you get past that (laughs) then it's like okay what are we gonna do you know Mm -hmm. and what's our rhythm gonna be um you know that really I had to really sit down and like work on that and yeah. make some figure that out so I feel like that can be a really it gives the adult and the child just an anchoring of like we know what's coming yes. we know what to do and um, can you give some examples of like a typical day for a preschool family yeah um, we we get we have in our home we have a slower morning um, my husband's not having to rush out the door, so we're able to have a slower morning than some people, and we're just kind of laid-back people. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a little time in the morning for the kids to play outside, for yeah. me to have my quiet time, mm-hmm. and then we'll have breakfast, and then after we all eat, then we'll all gather around the table, and we'll have Daddy leads our family worship time, and so that's when we read from the Bible. We, we're we reading from um, Kevin DeYoung's most recent story Bible yes. collection. It's like from a really way, thick, the big, tune. thick one. Yeah. Yes. It's excellent. And, um, and it's called the, what is the it? The Biggest Story. Yes. The Biggest Bible Story Book. I can't, yes. can't remember it exactly. Yeah, it's in the other room, but I, yeah. but yeah, it's pro- published by Crossway, Kevin yeah. DeYoung. It's about a year old. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's excellent. So we've been working through that, and then we um, see. This is what I mean: is it's not like it's my not oldest rigid. is two; he's six. Mm-hmm. So this is after some real process yeah. and trial and error. Of yeah. this isn't what I was doing with him when he was two, but you know, when he was littler, I would just read part of my daily reading with him because we use St. James uh, devotional guide. So I'm always reading a psalm. I'm always reading a small part of the gospel. Mm -hmm. So I would just read part of that with him. And even when my my daughter, my second child was little, we would just be at the breakfast table. They'd be eating and I would just read part of what I was already reading. I would just read it to them Mm -hmm. and we'd pray and that was what we, you know, it wasn't anything elaborate. Right. So right. now, you know, we sing together at that time. We sing mm-hmm. a hymn that we, mm-hmm. like, sing, you know, for You've a whole learning. week or something. Yes. We're, like, kind of working on it. Yeah. And then we um, we have a prayer list now because oh. I also want to give them maybe what I feel like I don't have yeah. or the things that I want to establish in myself. Yes. It's like... Well, then as they grow up, they'll feel like, well, of course we have a prayer list, you know, what else (laughs) do we do? Yeah. So I just want them to feel like, oh, this is normal. Mm -hmm. We, we just pray for the people, you know, that we pray for our family. We pray for people in our church. We Mm -hmm. pray for our friends and a local, we either pray for like a local ministry or like a missionary that we know. So it's just kind of thinking those about categories. other things besides just themselves and yeah. the new toy that they're wanting. Yeah. Yeah. And so they'll pray and they just say, they just thank God for whoever Aww. that we've, my husband, you know, divvies everybody <laughs> up. You know, you're praying for auntie and you're praying for the neighbor and you're praying for the pastor and Aww. everything. But That's yeah, it helps beautiful. them to think about 
somebody wow. for all of us, you wow. know, to think about someone else and yeah. Such a good discipline. Yeah. And then and then we've been um, memorizing a verse yeah. from the sermon passage. Okay. And so that's been helping us kind of just I mean, my kids don't listen to the sermon right now because they're in their children's, children's church class. Yeah. But um, my son will start to after his next birthday. And so it's just kind of a way for us to, again, be connected with our church. So yeah. just, okay, this is what God is speaking to our family because we're a part of this church. So we want to hear it and we're going through a book of the Bible. So, I mean, even we memorized a verse about church leaders mm. recently. You know, I mean, mm. it's the passage about the qualifications of an elder and we're memorizing a verse about, you know, just that it's a noble pursuit to want to be an elder. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's yeah. not necessarily something where it's like, oh yeah, a child should know this, memorize that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just kind of instilling that the word of God in them. And so we listen to Salty. Um, Talk I, about Salty. Yeah. So you might feel like it's a little cheesy at first, <laughs> but... <laughs> But the thing is, if you listen to programming that kids watch, then I realize, oh, you won't think it's cheesy because oh. people talk down to children yes. so much. I yes. mean, these things, I won't name names of programs and stuff, right. but these things that just, it's its really insulting to in their the intelligence. Or in the... I don't really know Christian cartoons, but yeah. I mean, just like yeah. YouTube shows oh, or things that people would put their kids let their kids watch or something. Mm -hmm. It's just really speaking down to the children. And Salty is not speaking down to anybody. He's, mm -hmm. I mean, he is saying we are all a part of the family of God, yes. even the littlest child. Yes. And um, he will instill, it'll speak to you as a parent mm -hmm. and it will speak to your children. And it's really sweet when then that's what's in their mind. Yes. That's what's in their heart. They might not realize what they're saying, but then... We are the body of Christ, you know, and Amen. this little child walking Amen. around and you're Singing. like, this is awesome. I this know. is what I've put in. I don't want to put in something. McDonald's commercials. Yeah, just silly. So, this yeah. is, I think as my child gets closer to being seven, you know, Charlotte Mason talks about, I guess, the first six years in Waldorf. They talk about the first seven years. Yes. These are hugely formative, formative years. Yes. And the as Catholics I, say, give a child, give us a child until they're seven, and they will be Catholics the rest of their life. Wow. These are very formative spiritual years. Yeah. So I just feel like that is like a big, a pressure in a good way. Yeah. Not in a, now I can't get off the floor because I'm overwhelmed, but just in a sobering way of, yes. this is really important that yeah. this time be setting the tone and and discipline is really important. And I feel like your seminar, Let the Little Children Come, was super one of the most helpful, if not the most helpful resource for just step-by-step. -step. How do I discipline my child if they need a spanking? Mm. And, and the purpose of that, what God's Word says about that, and how to walk through it, not in anger, mm -hmm. but in this rightful place of authority that I am the authority over your life you're accountable to me and God and I'm accountable to God for you the you know I'm not gonna just I can't be lazy about this yes yes 
it's it's a little intimidating, isn't it? And, yes. and many of us were not given these tools in our homes. Yeah. We were disciplined in anger, wrath, or just let to go bad like a can of peaches on a shelf that just turns rotten mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's not cared for and taken care of. And so it, it's, a, it's a terrifying prospect, but the Lord is with you in this, isn't he? Yes. You're not alone. Yes. Yes. What is his big picture goal, would you say, for your child at this age, and how does he use you to accomplish it? I think just that they feel loved mm. and protected, and that we communicate that that doesn't end with us. It's from God. Mm -hmm. God loves them, and God is their father who mm. protects them. And he, but, and he has our good. He created us. So we are his creation. So we submit to him. We're all submitting to him. Mm. It's not just a, all right, you kids, we're the boss. You know, I tell my kids, like, who's your boss? Mm. And then, you know, I am or daddy, daddy. Right. you know, and they know that daddy is my boss. Mm -hmm. And so then, they'll try to be like, well, daddy's our boss, you know, you're not our boss or something, but <laughs> I'm the boss that's here. So, that's right. you know, but that God is all of our boss, that's you know, right. we all are, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to discipline my children. Mm -hmm. I can be really lazy about yes. it, yes. about it all, yes. you know, about, right. I don't want to make them work. I don't want to bring them into my work. I don't want to you know right. all the things it takes a lot of work yeah i'd much yeah. rather eat bonbons yes yeah yes but i think the payoff is so big yes that then it's going to be worth it Amen. to put it in at the beginning thank you listeners for joining us this week on the homeschool made simple podcast be sure to tune in next time for the second part of this conversation remember jesus commandments are not burdensome what he calls you to do, he will enable you to do. Blessings.